I'm Jesse. And I'm Stephanie. We are two Arizona realtors who have built multi-million dollar businesses using only social media. And now we're bringing you our best kept secrets and social strategies to grow your small business online. So grab your coffee and a notebook and let's dive into Socially Modern. Hey guys, welcome back to the Socially Modern Podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Mainville. And I'm Jesse Lockhart. And we are here today talking about one of my favorites, our best tips for social media. So this is such like a loaded so loaded. Topic. I almost felt intimidated reading the topic, but at the same time, it's like Yes, this is like what we need to bring to the people because people are asking us all the time Mm -hmm. through social, how are you doing that? How are you taking these pictures? I I swear I saw like a joke the other day on Facebook that was like, half of you realtors are out there being real. And I don't know if this was like offensive or not. (laughs) (laughs) And then half of you realtors are out here with professional photographers all the time. And I was like thinking about it. (laughs) And I'm like, I think I fall into category B, but I would just want to say I don't have a professional photographer all the time. It's just getting better and better. And I leave up all of my pictures from like forever ago and my old live videos on Facebook. They're so cringeworthy, but I leave them because I'm, I'm like, I feel that was my baby steps. That was where I was. You want, like if someone is so inclined to scroll back through your Instagram and like see, where you came from like you want them to know where you came from yes you know i was posting food pictures with bad face or instagram filters <laughs> i was using yeah the those those stupid ugly instagram filters i was oh using gosh. those too i hate those sorry for any we're not trying to be offensive i guess we should pre- preface this because there are still people out there probably using the instagram filters yeah, but well you will get better and better. If social media is the thing that you're trying to improve, then you definitely are in the right place mm-hmm. and you will take have some good takeaways today. So whether or not, you know, maybe you're driving, but if not, grab a notebook because we're going to be dropping some good tips today. Yes, we are. And if you are new here, our podcast is very casual And we're just going to banter back and forth, really. Yes. We have like some stuff written down, but by no means is our podcast scripted. Not scripted at all. We, a lot of it comes actually just top of mind real quick, doesn't it? Yes. (laughs) Thankfully. (laughs) Okay. So let's get started. I feel like first and foremost, you should start, Jesse, because I I just know what's up on our docket. And this was you, girlfriend. Yes. This is the number one thing that I tell people when I get questions in my DMs or just people asking me advice, the number one thing I always share is that you have to lead with value. And I'm not the first person to come up with that. I'm not going to take credit for coining that at all because I learned it from someone else. But I resonate with it so much because people are going to trust you faster. They're going to get to know you faster. And, you know, I guess, like I said, trust in your expertise. And get that know, like, and trust factor, really. Yes, exactly. If you are leading with value, 
And this is where like we could go into niching and marketing and client, you know, your ideal client and all of that. But really what it comes down to is what's valuable to the person you're trying to attract to your business, you know, no matter what your business is. If you don't know what that answer is, then that's going to be your first step. You really should know who is your ideal client and what's valuable to them. Exactly. For me, my ideal clients are first-time home buyers and sellers. And so I know because, excuse me, because I know my client and things that are valuable to them are answering questions. Well, how do I get started? Well, how do I know if I'm qualified? How long does it take to buy a house, et cetera? And those are things that I'm answering throughout my content. And right. it's valuable, you know, if you are an agent who does this, I apologize to you in advance, but the just sold, just listed under contract featured listings of just pretty homes on your Instagram feed isn't valuable to anybody. No. It's just something nice to... Validating your own ego. Your scroll. <laughs> think about someone who's sitting there scrolling on their phone through Instagram and they see a pretty house and they're like, oh, well, that's pretty in their mind. And then they double tap it and then they keep scrolling. Yes. That's of no value to them. If they even do that at all, because a yeah. lot of these just listed, just solds are just the front picture of the house. And at least here in Arizona, our houses all, all look, look the, the same. same. <laughs> Have you seen how fast people scroll? Like yeah. literally sit next to somebody, a stranger or and look over and just watch how fast they scroll. Mm hmm. They don't stop and double tap ever. So it's very important to lead with value. And on that same hand is to think about what's going to get you some engagement. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And those posts just aren't going to be that. Yep. Um, You know, on that same token, I feel like it's really important uh, to also show who you are. Mm -hmm. Because there are so many people probably in any business that you're that you're doing, whether that's real estate, whether you're here for real estate, maybe you own a different type of small business. There are a lot of different types of people out there running those same businesses and they can post the same things that you do. Yeah. If it's all about work. Mm -hmm. So if you post a little bit about yourself, though, and who you are and what you're about, then you have connection points. I call these my connection points. I like that. And so now I have people who are like-minded to me, people who are probably interested in a lot of the same things as me. And this helps me niche down even more Mm -hmm. because for me, I live, you know, in a certain area, I live on some land and I end up too with a lot of people who reach out to me that are like, you know, a lot about living on land and you have chickens. I want chickens. It's so funny that that's like one of these topics that I mm-hmm. get. And it's like what it's like to have chickens. Yeah. You have chickens. <laughs> I want to have chickens. You know, it's just, it's cute. And so I may just post like random things occasionally, like a picture of all the eggs that we got Your bunnies. or my bunnies. I have bunnies for those of you who are new here. <laughs> I love my bunnies. And it's so funny because my parents were like, not big animal people. My mom, mm-hmm. especially not super into animals. Yeah. And so we honestly didn't have a lot of animals <laughs> growing up. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I've become like this person and I'm over here, like searching alpacas on Craigslist and oh not even God. kidding. It's like become a thing. I love it. I just want to go out there and blow dry them 
Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that, yeah, like that's that's exactly what you're saying, though, is there are people out there that are going to resonate with that. Maybe there's someone out there that's like, oh, my God, I've been wanting alpacas, you know, and they just connect with you. And it's it's so important to do this. I'm just going to reiterate what you just said. It's so important to show who you are outside of your profession, because that you are you and nobody else can be you. And that is the one thing that is going to differentiate you between the next person in your industry. Exactly. Especially as real estate agents, because they're almost about a dime a dozen. They in are. Arizona. Everybody knows. Everybody knows the realtor. Yep. Why are they coming to you? You know, mm -hmm. they know you, they like you, they trust you. So those are probably your biggest two, two things that you want to lead with when you're on social media. Yep. Don't be afraid to be yourself. I feel like that kind of leads me into my next thought, which was a question that I get a lot. Um, and it was, should I have a business Instagram and a personal Instagram? It's a big question. It is a big question. And it's pretty loaded and it depends on what type of business you're in. For me personally, being in real estate, like we said, I am the person that they're working with from the time they start to the time they close. Mm -hmm. So I feel it's really important for me to showcase to who I am. So I like to have just a personal page yeah. for Instagram. If we're talking about Facebook, it can be a different story just because of the way that ads and things like that work. Yeah. But for the sake of Instagram, which is my favorite platform. Same. Um, I would say, you know, really think about what type of business you are and then make that decision, you know, but if you're like a service provider, so if you are, if your clients cannot get your service without you, then I think that you should have a quote, personal page, personal like page, yeah. if, if we're getting technical, you know, you'll still have like a business profile, business account through Instagram. So you have the ability to put in contact info and a website, et cetera, et cetera. But one page. It's one page. Exactly. Yeah. Because let's think about it. Okay. You're a real estate agent. You've gotten your, your license. You're new. You've probably heard this before. And if you have been in the business for any length of time, you know, this to be true. Your sphere of influence are your best people to ever market to, to ever cultivate mm -hmm. and to talk to. So a lot of new agents get in and they're told, call your sphere of influence, email your sphere of influence. Who are all yep. the people that you knew? Let them know that you're in real estate. Okay, well, let's take it a step further. You're here on social media. They're all on social media. Everybody's on social media all the time. Now you're showing up to them. Mm-hmm where they're at yep, and you're showing that you're a boss. I mean, mm -hmm. you're showing them that you know your stuff, even if you are a new agent and now they're trusting you because they're not going to trust you right off the bat. I mean, they're going to kind of lurk there for a minute and be like, okay, she's <laughs> the got silent a watchers. I support her, but are they referring you business yet? You know? Mm -hmm. And once you start really showcasing that you do know what you're talking about and you know, you're working with other clients and almost validates you a little bit. And they're like, okay, yeah, I see her. I see Social what she's proof. doing. Yep. And then, you know, it happened to me. I was a new agent and I hadn't sold any houses yet. And I went to a party, uh, like a barbecue and a bunch of our friends were there and they were like, oh my gosh, you're killing it. You're doing so great. And I and didn't in reality, realize... <laughs> 
<laughs> you're like, thanks. Yes, exactly. You almost like crack in your voice. But I was just like, you know, okay, well, cool. I didn't realize that that was the perception that I was giving off. I was really trying to just give the value and talk about the things that I was doing and yeah. about the process. And I realized that I was building that unintentionally. Yeah building that trust. And so it clicked, you know, I was like, okay, this is cool. Mm -hmm. Which just as a caveat is a reason why social media may not actually portray reality, you know, so you kind of have to take it with a grain of salt. Like if you're a new agent and you're seeing all these other agents appear to have success on social media, they may not be, but at that same time, you just have to develop your own mindset and attitude and, you know, know self-development, yeah. you know, to, to not let that comparison rob you. Put your blinders on and focus on you because there's always somebody who's a step ahead of you, but there are people who are also behind you. Yep. And you have your own special thing about you that other people will be attracted to. Yeah. So I truly believe, I mean, there's, there's enough business. That's been my, my model since day one. There is enough business for you and there's enough business for me. We have our own followings, our own sphere of influence. Yep. And while sometimes there might be a couple people who, you know what I mean? We know mutually, Yeah. but that's not the majority. Right. So I like to think of it like when I'm driving through neighborhoods and I'm actually like looking at the number of homes in those neighborhoods. Like I think about how busy I am now and I'm like, could you imagine if even just like 10 homes, that's not even a sliver of like a big subdivision, you know, and we need more people to be yes. doing that. I can't do everything. I can't do all of the business that there is to do, you and know, not every person is your person either. Yeah. So, and that's kind of the greatest part about it is when you get into that mindset and you're like, I can't possibly, I'm not going to be everybody's person. I, I, you know, I can't make everyone happy. I'm not pizza. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like you have, have to get to niche. a point where you, your ego is not so big that you just assume that you'll get along with everybody. Even in this first year, I've had clients that you know, have started out working with me and then have come into contact with other agents and, or, you know, we've had a certain experience and it, it has led them to, you know, leave go me and go else. somewhere else. And yeah. I'm not like, sure it hurts. I'm not going to lie and be the like, Oh yeah, pain. it's totally fine. You know, yes. like I want to be able to help everybody, but at the same time, like I know that there are other agents out there who could serve those people better. Right. But the people that... That's so big of you too. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have to have that mindset and just shift it. And also I, in those situations, I try to always just tell myself, you know, I'm releasing these people at, to, so that I have room for, for someone else, someone else yep. who has the, you know what I mean? Who's, who wants to work with me, who would be a better client for me. Yep. And... 100%. You got to have that in your mind. You've always got to turn it to the positive because being in this business can be tough and yeah. you kind of got to get that thick skin and just keep pressing forward. But yep. you know, that that's kind of the biggest thing. So share things about you, share about your family, share about your interests, you know, um, be real and get on stories. That kind of leads me into like a video. Yeah. <laughs> video talk. Everybody is always 
a little stressed out when I'm like, you need to show your face. You need to get on camera. Let us hear your voice. And I always say, I'm like, when you're typing your posts, you want your potential clients and your followers to read your posts. In your voice. And hear your voice in their head. Mm -hmm. So you should be on stories enough you know what I mean? That they're like, okay. That they have they like a know. word bank they of know. you <laughs> saying certain words in their mind so that when they're reading your posts, they actually read it in your voice. Yeah. It's too funny though. They get to know you really well. And there was a while there that like, I don't even know how it happened, but I mean, my clients pretty much know how obsessed I am with coffee. It's either coffee or wine. And so if they ever buy me gifts, it's always coffee and wine wine related. related. And I know that sounds really generic, but at the same time, like it's cute, you know, and they'll, they'll send me pictures of things when they're out that remind them of me. Well, that's people that I've never met. Yeah. In real life, IRL. Yeah, <laughs> IRL. Stephanie getting. I do. I, I meet people now and I'm like, oh, it's so nice to meet you, IRL. <laughs> no, I actually really don't say that, but I think it in my head because I'm like, I'm cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. And that like we could take that that little snippet and go all into like personal branding and whatnot. But the core of it is you're sharing just things you like. Things Interests. about me. Yep. Things that you love and people catch on to that and they hang on to it. And then when they see something that reminds them of you, then they send it to you. Yes. And that's, so that's cool. what you want to, that's what you want to create. Yeah. That's, that's what you want to create because then you're staying top of mind with people. And then when an opportunity comes for them to refer you, or maybe it's their turn, regardless of what your business is, whether you sell a product or whether you have a service, you know, if someone mentions, oh, hey, I'm looking to buy or sell a house, you know, then that person can refer you. And that's a big thing. Huge. Like, oh, do you follow? I mean, how many times have we been like, oh, do you follow such and such on Instagram? And it's like, oh, no, I don't, you know? Exactly. That's like, that's what we're so after. So many people <laughs> do that. They're like, oh, I told them to go follow your page. Yeah. You always do this or do that or talk about these things. Like they'd be great to come and follow you. You know what I mean? And that's all that I hope for. My social media platforms are my business card. I like yep. to say that. Uh, I'm going to tell a quick story. <laughs> go ahead. This is what we're here for. I love this story. And I feel like every time that I talk about it at one of my social media, Instagram classes for realtors, people love it. Um, I had taken my kids. I had two little kids at the time. They were a lot smaller than they are now. Took them to the pediatrician. We're sitting in the waiting room waiting to go in. And there's another mom and her two kids in there. And um, we get to talking because they're playing and Uh, We find out that our kids, both of our children are literally like the same age, born Mm -hmm. in the same months even, and same gender. So it was just like, wow, that's cool, you know? And I was like, you know what? We should, maybe we should get them together sometime. Like they're playing really good. I'm always looking for more mom friends. Um, You know, do you have a Facebook? Mm -hmm. And at the time, Facebook in my early career was like what I was using most of the time. And so anyways, we friended each other on Facebook. And honestly, like life got the best of us. We actually didn't even really talk after that. Yeah. Um, A few months had gone by and I was getting a phone call from a random phone number. I answer it because I'm a realtor and I answer all phone calls. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
that's that's the truth. <laughs> Even the ones sometimes that say spam. But I answered it and um, it was her. And she was like, hey, I don't know if you remember me, but I met you actually at the pediatrician's office. And uh, we've been, you know, thinking about selling our house in this neighborhood, great neighborhood. It was an up and coming, like mm -hmm. it was one of the it neighborhoods, let's just say in our area. Yeah. And uh, we're going to actually move and we need somebody to sell it and, and also buy with us. And I was like, You're like what? what? She goes, I, I follow you or I'm on Facebook with you and I've been seeing all of your stuff and I know that you're a great realtor. So will mm -hmm. you sell our house? I'm Boom. Like, awesome. You know, and that's, that's really what you want to get to. I get to the point where we've niched down so much and we are really clear in our vision as far as like what type of clients we want to attract yeah. and what we talk about and who we are and we're okay with the business that doesn't, mm -hmm. you know, come to us because it doesn't align with our brand and our vision and our niche. But then there are those, those cases and this is what makes it all worth it is because I haven't really gone on a listing appointment that was super competitive and to it's be honest funny you mentioned that because <laughs> that's like I I was gonna say that too is I wanted to get to a point where I want people to come to me and I want people to I want people to want to work with me because they know want, me but yes I don't I don't want to go to a listing appointment with six thousand other agents and have to prove why I'm better I don't want to have to do that I want that person, I want that seller to be like, oh, I, I know who you are. I trust you because of how you portray yourself on social media and because of how, you know, knowledgeable you are, knowledgeable, trustworthy, friendly, authentic. That's a big thing for me is yes. not being fake on social media. Be real. And, and I just don't. Yeah, I that. You just, that's exactly hit the nail on the head. Big <laughs> yes, goals there, exactly. Big visions. And that's the thing, like you should see the the faces I get sometimes, um, you know, from realtors that are like, oh, you never use a buyer broker. Yeah. I'm like I've never no. had an, a single person sign a buyer broker before they were under contract. I don't even make them do you it. You don't know. You don't. Have I them literally do it. never have used a buyer broker. I just don't. Nice. And I've, I've actually, it's like become part of my business model. I should, I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but in general, I've just said that I don't want to tie people. Like I honestly don't, I don't want to work with people who don't want to work with me. Yeah. I really don't. You don't they're want to drag to my energy obligated. down. Yeah. They're going to drag me down. They're going to drag my energy down. They're going to make it. You know what I mean? Like we just don't vibe together and that's okay. Yep. I need to be okay with that. Does it hurt sometimes when I'm like helping someone and it doesn't work out? Yeah, you know, it does. It stings for a minute. And then, you know, I, I think about it and I'm like, you know what? They're going to be better off where they're going. I'm releasing them. I'm done with that. I have, I have room for someone else. Room for somebody else. I'm moving on. Yeah. You know, and so be really clear and really good about what is your niche? Who are your people? For me, I've niched down so far as to say that majority of the time, the people that are reaching out to me are typically other moms and other wives that live really nearby. Mm -hmm. I rarely work very far out of my, the area that I live in. Yeah. Which if you're in Arizona, I mean, it's not like other States, like our cities are very close together. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, you know, it just gets so niched down and there's so many houses. Like you said, if you're driving by, like there are so many people right there. Yep. I don't need to drive 
an hour away. So far, I would much rather work with somebody who's super close. Yeah. Um, a lot of those people are like, oh my gosh, you're in Queen Creek. I'm in Queen Creek. Maybe we should blurb that out of where I live. <laughs> but <laughs> you're here and and I'm there. So I know that you get what it's like living out here. I know that you're like, there are seriously people that are passionate about your own like town yep. where you live. Yeah. You're a diehard. It's almost like being a football fan of some sort. Yeah. And so I've had a client like that and they were like, I know like our house is here and you live by us. We do have a friend who's a realtor, but but he's in another town mm -hmm. and he specializes in a different neighborhood. Yeah. And we just feel like we need somebody we who's here. Who's here. Yeah. They get it. They get us out here. Yeah. You know? And so it's just, it, when I hear those things, I mean, it could be to this day. And I've been doing this for years mm -hmm. this way. Yep. But I'll get those comments and I'm just like, wow, mm -hmm. this is cool. You yeah. Know? Well, I mean, that kind of leads me into this next tip, which is to pick a damn niche. And roll with it. Roll with it. Because not enough people know who they're talking to. I actually had this conversation with my husband not too long ago. Babe, if you're listening, I love you. <laughs> um, Ooh, this is going to get deep. <laughs> but he he's a financial advisor. And up until now, his primary niche has been teachers and obviously with COVID and schools being shut down and stuff that's really put a damper on his ability to help those people and then in turn make an income for us and so he's been talking about trying to branch into another market and niche somewhere else as well and where I am a millennial realtor and have access to other millennial realtors yes it, you know, it makes sense and he can, you know, branch into that market. So yeah. we were having a conversation uh, a month ago or so, and I was telling him, I was like, okay, so if you're, you know, planning on niching with millennial realtors, well, what problems do they have? Exactly. What, that should be your first thought. What problems do they have that you can solve? Because you need to be the one who solves them. So when you're just thinking about your niche, it's one thing to come up with your niche and I say niche and you say niche. Either way. I say tomato, you say tomato. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what the actual, like oh. if there's a correct way or if it's really like. Whoever knows, you can go ahead and let us know, all right? Yeah, I'm gonna go look go this ahead. up on Google later. Yeah. But you know what I mean? You become such an expert on your niche, but you don't just become the expert by like defining who that is. Yeah. It's what are their problems? And how what are, are you solving them? That? Yeah. What are they asking you? And how can you be the answer? You be the source mm -hmm. that they need to go to. And so that's what your posts and your, your stories need are to all be talking about. about. Yeah, exactly. So like with me and first time home buyers, it's, you know, well, how do I get started? What credit score do I need? How, how much of a, how credit? much of a down payment do I need? You know, and that's the stuff that I perpetually answer with my content on social media. And I just answer it in a different way because one way may not resonate with someone, but another way does. And that's what I was going to actually just say was, okay. And then I get people who are like, well, I just posted about down payment assistance two weeks ago. I mean, do I need to talk about it again? Yes. And the answer is yes. <laughs> you need to talk about it over and over and over again because you need to remember that, you know, you have so many followers on your Facebook or your Instagram or wherever you are, 
but only a certain percentage because of the algorithms are actually seeing your posts Mm -hmm. on a regular basis. And you almost, I always say like, please do not. And I'm sure you've heard this, like, please do not be a secret agent Yeah, and and don't be in secret for your own business. If you're not a real estate agent, just in general, you should be sharing how people can talk to you, what kind of problems you can solve for them and, and how can they refer you business? So it's a constant, like, this is how you can get a hold of me. This is how you can refer me. Mm -hmm. And these are the things that I help people with. Yep. So that everybody knows, and you need to be shouting that from the rooftop all over your social feed, not just listed, not just sold, because those tell us nothing. Yeah. And unless somebody's on your, no, if your whole page is all about real estate like that, um, you know, you're, you're really only capturing an audience for a short minute of time, Mm -hmm. right? You're only getting people who are, if people are hitting that follow button, either they, they they're your friends and family, maybe. Um, but other than that, they're going to be people who are like, yes, I need a house right now. And as realtors, how many times have you met somebody that's like, I'm pre-qualified and I'm ready to buy a house tomorrow. Yeah, not very often. No, <laughs> it's so rare. And when we get those opportunities, we're like, oh my gosh, a unicorn. Yeah. Um. So that's just not the case typically. And so it's time to really think about that and say, all right, I need to expand and have those connection points. And that's why I think the connection points are so important because yeah. they're on my page. For a reason. Not just because of what I do, but who I am. Yep. Or they stay because of who you are. Exactly. Like they... Like for me, I had a huge influx of followers because I had a couple reels go viral that were about real estate. And that was badass. And so people found me because I was a real estate agent, because I was sharing content that was helpful. And now they're staying because they're getting to know who I am and they like me. Exactly. Isn't you that know? cool? It is cool. It's so cool. And when you see it start working for yourself... You know, you're going to be like, oh, my gosh. And I think Jesse actually always says this, but the knit, what is it? The riches, the riches riches are are in in the the niches. niches. I knew I was going to butcher it too this time, (laughs) but the riches are in the niches. And I'm I know that that's been talked about in its other places, but it's just so, you know, mull on that for a little while and think about that. And honestly, I feel like we should just, um, you know, be able to wrap this up here with you guys with what our favorite apps are. So yes. we've given you some good Let's tips. There'll be plenty more coming, but okay. My favorite apps are, are you ready? <laughs> we will planally. We're going to put these in the comments for sure. We'll have to put this the description. in the description. Yes. So that we're we can, new to the whole podcasting like, thing. So please comments. forgive us. I'm going to use like Instagram verbiage, but um, okay. So my favorite ones are Planoly so that you can plan out your Instagram and see your grid before you post it. Uh, I love Tezza. Tezza is an app by a blogger photographer and she has amazing presets. I find it to be way easier if you're wanting to edit your photos and make them look bomb without figuring out the preset madness and using them with like Photoshop. It's just a headache. Um, <laughs> and then Canva, always Canva. That's my favorite, favorite Canva. app. I've used one. it from day one, and I will say they've gotten so good. Their stuff is good. So good. And then um, PixArt. I love PixArt. If you're ever looking at any bloggers or lifestyle influencers, they use PixArt a lot to crop themselves out of pictures or add like the glittery 
funky backgrounds, anything like that, stickers, basically. Um, so those are going to be my absolute favorites. As far as your profile goes, you should definitely check out Milkshake. That is going to be for your link in bio. So you can have multiple links. It's like a little mm -hmm. mini website and you can kind of brand it to yourself, which I love. Yeah. Milkshake is cool. And then you have video shop. My final, final tip is video shop for any and all videos. Um, it's just on my phone. It's super easy to use, which is what I need. Something quick, easy. I can add music quickly and edit all of my videos. Love so. it. Jesse, what are yours? So mine are, so to reiterate, I also love Canva. Canva is a big one. It's the um, best. And I use Milkshake as well. So I do use those two. So mine, there's an app called Color Story, mm. which is actually like Planoly. But I know with Planoly, you have the ability to like schedule your posts to automatically go to Instagram. I've actually never been about that. Mm. I don't I like, like that. It. I don't like to schedule my posts. I don't like to have control over when they go up. Because at, for a while I was, you know, staying on the app for 30 minutes, replying to comments, engaging with other people, that kind of thing. Now I've transitioned away from that, but I still like to have the control of when I have a post going up because I still like to stay active on the app after I post. But anyway, Color Story has the ability to schedule that for you. But it also the thing I use is the grid tool. So it connects to my Instagram. So it pulls like the most recent 25 posts or something um, that I've shared on my Instagram. So I know what I've posted lately. Yes. <laughs> then I can upload photos into that grid and drag and drop them. And that's how I kind of design that's just my like grid. Yeah. yeah. Super similar. Yeah. So really similar, just different apps. Personal preference for sure. Yeah. Then I like to use Adobe Lightroom. Um which is very similar to Tezza. It's an it's a photo editing app. Um, I don't edit my photos from scratch. I use Lightroom presets. presets. So I have presets that I use. And then depending on the photo, I might, you know, alter some of the things and stuff like that to make it look the best. But that's what I use to edit all my photos. And then for my captions, I actually use my notes app. So I'm an Apple person. I have an iPhone, a watch, a MacBook. I use... <laughs> I'm an Apple person. I love Apple. So I have my <laughs> notes app. So if you're an iPhone user, you have your notes app and that's where I type out all of my captions. I always type out all of my captions on the notes app. I don't do it in Instagram. So I do that and then they're all there and I can do it on my computer and I don't have to try and do it on my phone with my thumbs like yeah. way nicer. And then the last one I use most commonly is InShot, which is a video editor. That's where I do my IGTVs and stuff like that, my model walkthroughs and the IGTV videos. Um, I have someone else edit my YouTube videos because that's a whole other thing. But like short IGTVs, I use the InShot editor. So see, it just goes to show that really what it comes down to is try some of the apps. Sometimes when I'm, I'm thinking like, okay, I'm going to start doing these videos. I might've downloaded three, four five different apps. apps. Yeah. No joke. Just so that I could figure out which one I liked the best. So just because I say I like video shop and Jesse likes InShot, you might like a different one, but as long as you're getting your content out there and you, you're being true to who you are, just do whatever helps you 
yeah. get from point A to point B because most importantly, it's about you showing up, being consistent, and connecting with your following. Exactly. I couldn't have said it better myself. So. Woo! <laughs> All right. Well, dang, I think we've just finished our, our second episode. I'm yeah. really excited about this. Yes. Thank you guys so much for being here, for listening. We are so excited to keep bringing you more episodes. So make sure you're subscribed. Make sure to go follow us over on Instagram. I am at Miss MS Jesse Lockhart. And I am at Hey Stephanie Mainville. So make sure that you follow us. If you guys have any other podcast requests as far as questions and things go, feel free to shoot us a message and we would love to incorporate them into some of our topics. Awesome. See you guys later. Bye.